I'm Alana Burke, CEO of Your Life's Workshop, coach to entrepreneurs and solopreneurs across dozens of industries, and host of Good Business. With nearly 20 years' experience helping hundreds of clients create profitable, ethically driven, and sustainable businesses based on their life's work, I'm here to teach you how to do great work, make great money, and make a positive impact without feeling like you need a shower afterwards. Hey everybody. So you all read the uh, the name of today's episode. So I'm going to read it again out loud because it really kind of starts us off. So this is a quote from Arthur Ashe. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Today's episode is basically about the center of everything I do. And to understand it, I want to start by telling you a little story. So the story is about my early experience in graduate school. And for those of you that you may not may or may not know this, I have an MBA in sustainable enterprise. Now, this is basically like a green MBA. It was all about how to do business well without destroying the planet in the process. And the first semester of my program was a, a very rigorous two-year program. And the first semester was intense. Uh, it was brutal, <laughs> to say the least. Basically, the whole program was about teaching us how to dig deeper, how to look at problems more holistically, and how to really see what, what was at the root of the matter so that we could actually affect change. It was an incredible skill and one that I absolutely use in my coaching practice today and in pretty much everything I do, whether it's environmentally focused or not. But uh, the first semester was the hardest. It was about all about critical thinking. And, it, and critical thinking, when you really learn how to do it, means that you peel back layer after layer after layer after layer until you get to the root of the matter. Well, when you're like a you know, young do-gooder type, Getting to the heart of the matter can be really painful to see the depth of how much work we had to do and how futile it all felt. And we all came out of that first semester really sad and really depressed. And I remember on the first day of the second semester, everybody was kind of hovering outside our first class and kind of going, okay, here we are again. Hopefully we get to the part where we hear the good news soon. You know, we were all kind of in that deflated place. And I honestly can't even remember the name of the class that we were walking into, but we walked in and the instructor, who was an environmental consultant for companies like BMW and huge, huge companies, um, he had written on the board in giant letters. It was like one of those chalkboards that goes all the way down the length of the classroom. And he'd taken up all of it to write that quote. And we all walked in and read, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And it was like we looked around and it was like the whole the like the air in the room got thinner. It was like we all had believe like breathed this collective sigh of relief. It was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, oh, wait. So we don't have to do everything. We don't have to solve every problem. We don't have to be everything to everyone all the time. We don't have to save the world. Um, it was it was a huge relief. It was like, oh, my God. Huh. OK, now I can actually approach problems with a clearer picture. So I was also really young. I had absolutely no idea who Arthur Ashe was. In fact, I, I can't even recall if he even wrote up who said those words. At the time, it didn't even really matter. But if you don't either, like, don't worry about it. But you should. Arthur Ashe has an incredible story. But that's not really the point of what we're talking about today. So, you know, I'll let Google take care of that for you. But he's a pretty inspiring dude that everyone should know about. So the salient point for today's purposes, though, is the quote itself. 
Three simple sentences that changed the course of my whole life. Hyperbolic, yeah, probably a little crazy, and also really, really true. Because at the time, I was like your ultimate do-gooding overachiever. I mean, I wouldn't want to have a beer with me when I was 26. Because <laughs> I was, man, it's like talking to a vegan who does CrossFit. No offense, anyone. <laughs> but it's all I talked about. I mean, I remember I, I like, ruined Christmas that year because I was like obsessing over how terrible all and wasteful all those lights were. I was insufferable and I was an overachiever and I really wanted to do great things in the world. And I was crushed by the helplessness that I felt and the scope of how much work was needed. And reading those words to me, everybody kind of experienced this, but I know I can only speak from my own experience. So for me, it was like, a cell level sigh of relief. And to this day, it's still one of the most useful set of words in my toolbox when I have a client who feels like they're about to fall apart under the weight of their big ideas. So because if you want to affect change eventually, or daily for some of us, eventually you'll hit a wall where you feel like nothing feels enough. Like, like you don't have enough money. You don't have enough time. You don't have enough knowledge. You don't have enough creativity. You don't have enough skill. It's just this like like deep feeling of scarcity, no matter what is like, just, oh my God, I'll never be enough. I'll never be able to do enough. I just, and that can feel just so crushing. And when everything feels like both too much and not enough all at the same time, these words are the truest thing I know. I come back to them again and again and again. Here I am uh, more than a decade later, almost 15 years later, and I still come back to these same words again and again and again. I've said them to clients dozens of times. And, but to understand that they that it's more than just a platitude, that like there's more to it than that. There's there's more here. I want to break down what they mean to me because it's easy to read a quote and just go, oh, that sounds nice. I feel so inspired. I scroll through Instagram and I read a quote and I, my God, my life has changed. I want to go deeper because this is something that like I've held on to this long. It, it, I think it's worthy of a little depth. That's why I'm doing a whole episode about it. So um, it's not a platitude. It's not just clever words. So we're going to break it down. So the first part, start where you are. You can't really be anywhere else. So really, why not just focus on that? S- taking stock, paying attention, being present in your circumstances. Look around, right? Like really look around at where you really are. Chances are you might not fully be aware of that, like of where you are both in the marketplace, where you are in amongst your competition, where you are in your physical space, really look at where you really are and and get get a sense of it. Like start to really plant your feet and feel what it feels like to be grounded in what you're doing and where you are right now. Okay, second, use what you have. This one is trickier. It requires you to both look at what you know to be true and also look further. And most people are actually really, really terrible at paying attention to their assets. So for example, if you're listening to this, you are you own a device with more computing power than the space shuttle, and in five minutes you could shoot a video with it and upload it to a communication platform that makes your message available to literally millions of people. Think about that for a second. Think about in that one simple thing, in the cell phone you have in your pocket that you mostly use to scroll through Facebook <laughs> and maybe listen to this podcast right now. Uh, you are, you have something available to you that past generations could never have even dreamed of when, if they wanted to get a message out, there were uh, like strikingly few ways to do it. And the barrier to entry was extremely high. Now the only challenge you have is to be really fucking great. 
You have to you have to break through the noise because everyone has the same availability of communication. But it doesn't change the fact that you have that availability of communication. You have something that's available to you that you are completely taking for granted. And using what you have is is really about that. It's noticing what you're taking for granted, noticing what you actually have available to you and taking inventory of of the assets at your disposal. When you can pay attention to the materials that you have in which to make change happen, you can start to see new ways of using them. It's like looking in your refrigerator and note and actually like every time I rearrange my refrigerator, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot I had those condiments back there. And I like start thinking of recipes that I wouldn't have necessarily used them for, right? So making yourself aware of what you have means that you can use them differently. So sometimes this is like as simple as sitting down and actually literally making a list. What are the physical things that, have, that are available to me that I could be using in some way? Uh, what are the um, non-tangible things, the energetic things? You know, having the support of your family, that's an asset. A lot of people do a lot less with a lot or a lot more with a lot less. So notice those things, right? Really, pay, really, really pay attention to those things and that, that you have more than you think you have. I'm not a big fan of pros and cons lists. This is a like, seriously, make a list of all the things you can think of. You'll be amazed when you look at that list and you're like, oh my God, my little cash flow shortage right now feels kind of insignificant because I have all of these other things available to me. So finally, do what you can. Again, a little more complicated than it might seem. See, what most people might read as a push to stretch yourself, like you should do whatever you can do, right? That's not the way I hear that. And this is just me. I'm really only speaking from my own connection with these words. I actually read this as the inverse. It's a reminder for me to steady myself, to balance myself, to pay attention to what I really can do, not what my overachieving brain is trying to make me think I should do um, or think that I can do or think of what I'm capable of. It makes me look at my own personal energy, my own capacity, my own ability to deliver at the level that I actually should and that I expect from myself. And when I get honest about that, I get new answers. So what I hear when I read this quote is actually, where are you right now? Plant your feet and look around. What do you have available to you that you're currently taking for granted? The answers are probably right in front of you. And finally, what's actually possible right now? It might be way less or way more than you think. Be open to both. Because at the heart of all of that, you'll find what's true for you. And what's true for me is that this this nice, sweet little trite set of words uh, never stops being true. So I hope that that has been illuminating for you all today. And um, yeah, this was a big share for me. I know it might, it might sound funny to like break down a quote for a whole episode, but um, it's been really important to me. And so uh, I know it's been really important to a lot of my clients and I'm hoping it'll be a lot. It'll be really important to a lot of my listeners too. Thank you all for tuning in and I hope you have a really excellent day. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. For more information, visit thegoodbusiness.co or yourlifesworkshop.com.